Welcome to Freed Up. This is the podcast that makes life feel lighter. And if you're wanting to live freed up and not fed up, stay connected right here. Pull up your seat. Join us in this place where faith and mental health meet. Whether you're returning here or if it's your first time, I hope you find this podcast as a useful resource to elevate your faith and mental health. So stay a while, all of you. We're getting it started today in just a moment as we talk about this holiday season that stretched between Thanksgiving and Christmas and how it can be a mixed bag for so many. Some finding a time that is full of celebration and full of joy and others find it as a time that they wish the time and the clock would just tick on into another year. I want you to know no matter where you find yourself, whether you're on either spectrum or somewhere in the middle, remind you that God's got you no matter where you are and he will be with you and is loving you through this entire season. So listen in to this episode today as we grab hold of this theme that God's got us so tightly held in this holiday season, no matter where we are. Take a listen. This time of year is a mixed bag, right? No doubt about it. It seems that no other time of the year presents such a dichotomy of emotions and expectations. In this Christmas season, some are excited for it. Others are exhausted in it. Some are getting invited to events while others are being ignored and excluded. Some are counting down the days until they get to see family and others are crying every day because they've lost family members this year and in years past that they won't get to see. It definitely feels like happy holidays for many, but for a few, it feels like the hardest holidays. My mind has been focused a lot more this year on those for whom this holiday is so very difficult. I had two conversations in the last two weeks that made me take pause to just reflect more deeply on how this season is experienced so differently for so many people. A client of mine told me when I asked about their holiday plans that nothing good has ever happened in their life and they are not even sure why they're here on this earth. And his birthday is on Christmas Day. And he shared that something bad always happens to him this time of year. And the best way that he knows to deal with it is just to stay away from everyone. He refuses to let people say to him, happy birthday. In another conversation, someone shared with me their ongoing struggles of having to manage a mental illness, especially during the depression phase that feels so overwhelming for them. It's easy to forget that so many people are having a really hard go of it right now. And for many, it's just not that simple to have yourself a merry little Christmas or to truly believe that it's the most wonderful time of the year. The truth is that for countless individuals 
and families, this time of year is the most depressing, anxiety-provoking, lonely, and sad times they experience. And that mirrors what most statistics say about how many are feeling during the season. According to the U.S. Center for Health, there are findings from surveys that suggest that people feel more stress, anxiety, and depression in the period between Thanksgiving and New Year's Day. Not only is this season a mixed bag, but the reality is that so is this life that leads up to it. And you know what? I know we know this. Life doesn't take a holiday break. It doesn't put in for vacation time. It's got to be lived and faced every single day, no matter what comes with it. And sometimes there are days and seasons that feel far more stressful than others, so much so that it can feel like we're drowning in it all. When I was a teenager, I witnessed an experience that has stayed with me over the years. It happened at the community center not far from the neighborhood where I grew up. As children, my siblings and I, we all learned to swim at this place called Riverside Community Center. A few of us swam competitively on the swim team there and over time, some of us worked at the facility teaching swimming lessons or worked as lifeguards. We were there pretty much every day during the summer months and almost all day long. And each day at the pool, they would have what they called open swim time. And during that time, anyone who was a member of the community center could come in and swim. The pool was a 25 foot length indoor pool and it had markers on the sides of the pool, like most, that ranged from three feet up to the deeper end of 12 feet. I remember one day during open swim, I was hanging out at the pool waiting for lap swim to start. I noticed a woman in the pool. She was near the five foot marker and she was not far from the ledge of the pool. And she caught my eye because she was turning over and over in the water. And while at first it didn't seem alarming, within seconds, this woman began flailing her arms and gasping for air. And it took a second or two to register in my mind, but it became obvious pretty quickly that this woman was actually drowning. And the lifeguard on duty who was sitting up high in his chair had a full view of the pool area and he had his eye on this woman as well as on the others that were there. When she started these flapping motions, he came down from the chair, ran over to where she was, jumped into the water beside her and began speaking to her that she was okay and to relax her body. I could hear him saying to her multiple times, I've got you, I've got you, I've got you. I remember wondering why this woman didn't do what seemed to be the easy thing to do. Like, why didn't she just reach out and grab for the ledge? It was only an arm's length of a stretch away. Or since she was in the five foot deep part of the pool, why didn't she just stand up since she was actually taller than the height of the water she was drowning in? Well, apparently, this woman was unable to save herself or she would have done so. 
But what she did do was to stop those flailing and panicking motions. And she relaxed herself in the arms of the lifeguard. She let him hold her up in the water. And with his support, she started floating. And this lifeguard who our family had known for a long time, he floated with this woman over to the three feet marker of the pool where she felt safe enough to walk up the ladder and get out of the pool on her own. When I think back to that experience at the pool that day, it reminds me of how life can feel for us at times, especially this time of year. We can feel like we're drowning in different areas and situations in our lives and the added stressors of this holiday season. Is that true for you? Is there a particular place in your life where you feel like you're flailing or sinking? Are you facing something that makes you feel panicky or fearful? And what particular situation are you dealing with that seems like you should just easily be able to reach out and grab a solution or just stand up in it to get through it and over it? But for some reason, you just can't do it. What is pressing against your mental wellness during this season? Well, while some of our experiences are difficult for us and are individually unique to each of us, hard times and stressful seasons are nothing new. They are a part of a collective and a consistent theme throughout the pages of scripture and through our world today. And because of this, God ensured that we had some important promises from his word to hold on to during these times in our lives. Listen to these words in the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse 2. It says, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. If you are in the deep waters right now as you're listening, or if you're in the river of difficulty, listen, friend, God says, I've got you. And how can you be sure of this? This Bible verse offers us two important promises of hope and a reminder that he's really got you. Let me read it again. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. The first promise is this. God is and will be with you. And as my friend Lex shared this powerful reflective statement, and that's not a little thing. Let that just sit on you for a moment. Now say it aloud to yourself. God is with me. And, you know, I think that this is my favorite promise of all, because when I have God's presence with me, I have everything that comes with that. His strength, his peace, his safety, his provision, his grace, his mercy, his protection, his faithfulness, his care, and above all, his amazing love. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but God has seen you 
turning over and over in that pain, in that loneliness, in that grief, in that heartache, in that confusion, and in that emptiness. He's been watching over you day and night because he is God who never slumbers nor sleeps. Just like the song says, his eye is on the sparrow. So you know he's watching you. He says in Hebrews chapter 13, verse five, that he will never leave you or abandon you. And God's promises are yes and amen. And that simply means that they are for real and they are for sure. You can count on them. And God has proven since the beginning of time that he is here with us. We have to trust in his presence and relax and just float in these current moments and situations with him leading the way. And then the second promise found in this verse is that he won't let us drown. Isaiah 41 verse 13 tells us this, for I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. It might feel like you're going under in some places and spaces in your life, but I assure you, God's got you and he is holding you up until you can stand up again on your own. He knows the right time to jump in and to rescue you, to help you get through this time, those issues and the season. God is mighty in the way he saves. And since we're on a roll with God's promises found in the book of Isaiah, here is one more that seals the deal. Isaiah chapter 46, verse four, and it says, even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he, I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. So listen, y'all, God's got you. He's with you now and always. And he won't let you drown in whatever you're facing or feeling. As I wrap up this episode, I have to share this last thought. Our need to be rescued was the very reason that Jesus was born. He came to save a weary, dying world and one that was drowning in sin, sickness, and sadness. I hear these song lyrics right now. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Despite all that is going on and how we may be feeling right now, we can all still celebrate this season no matter what because he appeared. Jesus came. He jumped into the deep waters and rescued us from our sinking conditions and our gasps for grace. He came to the very places of our need to tell us God's got you. And he speaks this to all of us in this season and the future ones to come. So I encourage you today, celebrate, relax, and trust. God's got you. Wow, I am so incredibly encouraged by that episode. I can tell you this is one of those times this year that is a difficult stretch for me. I am in between 
that joy season, but there are lots of bouts of really painful and difficult times. I recently lost a very close friend of mine who lost her battle with cancer after five years. And just a month before that, a good friend who died from cancer as well. And then we're sunsetting Freed Up Podcast. And I feel some kind of way about that because Freed Up Podcast is very close to my heart. And yet God has said the season for it to exist in this way has passed. So I have emotions around that. And I am also transitioning into a space of setting some really important boundaries relationally in different areas of my life. And it's been overwhelming for all of this to happen in the season. But I can tell you this, God's got me and I feel his presence with me and I feel his love. And I hope the very same for you, no matter where you are, if you're on either end of the spectrum where you're really in the joyous stage or you're really in a painful place or you're somewhere in the middle, can I remind you that you are held you are rescued. God is carrying you. You are his beloved son and daughter. And I want to wish you a very happy holiday season, knowing that even if you can't feel the happiness, that you can feel the joy that comes with knowing that Christ came for you and for me and to bring us life and to bring us freedom. We celebrate him because we can still be freed up in the midst of all of this. I hope you also remember you don't walk this path alone. I'm walking right alongside you as well as the rest of the Freed Up fam. Don't forget that God loves you. I love you. And make sure you take care of you.